at you. True oh, neutral. True neutral. <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm Keenan. <laughs> and today I'm not going to fuck it up. Oh, we'll see about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how's, how's your week been? Oh, it's been decent. Lots of work, playing games, you know, a week. Fuck yeah. Ready to relax for the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I, uh... Uh, my week's been up and down, usually is. <laughs> Brain's weird. Brain's weird. I'm very down today, but that's it's because of the last couple of days, but it's just, uh, just, uh, after effects of good times. Yes. I mean, yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah. So, yeah, I might be a little low energy this episode. Sorry, sorry about that. That's all right. I'll try to make up for it. I'm drinking an energy drink, so... Yeah, I've, I've had, like, four cups of coffee in the last two hours. And trying. All right, then. I'm working on it. <laughs> Get that blood pumping. Vasodilators for the win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my week's just been a week, honestly. It's... Uh, I don't even remember what's happened this week. <laughs> That's what's kind of week it's been. Yeah, I've had those. I know how that is. Don't feel bad about that. Nah, I feel generally weird in my brain lately, and the days just kind of mesh together. It's all just brain fog. Yeah, oh, I don't even. I don't even. I'm not even reaching out of it anymore. <laughs> well, brain fog happens. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Duh, do we have any news? Any news? Any fun news stuff? Mm, not fun that? news. Fun. I have seen not fun news, but I haven't seen fun news. Oh, we actually haven't addressed the SCOTUS thing at all, because we got carried away last. No, I haven't. Um, also, I saw a, a rather famous YouTuber has recently passed away. Oh, right. Or Twitch streamer. I'm not sure which. Yeah. I didn't watch Technoblade. Um, no, but... But rest yeah. in peace. That's yeah. terrible. Fuck cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer. That sucks. Rest in peace. It seems like a really cool creator. Who had a lot of lot of dedicated followers. It's And a lot of potential. He's it's, yeah. yeah, he was so young. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. No, no... Uh, yeah, and continuing on the awful. Uh, yeah, this, we disagree with everything the Supreme Court has done in the last couple weeks. Oh, Derek, definitely. your Miranda rights? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have. They don't have. You can't sue them. You can't get the police in trouble in America anymore for not reading you your Miranda rights, which yeah. basically just means they don't have to tell you your Miranda rights, even though they still say they are supposed to. Right. They, but that's that. That that was just that was just the thing that was buried by the really big one that we're all actually super fucking pissed about, which is the Roe versus Wade thing yeah. being overturned. That's right. And and what that means for what comes next, because this is just the first of many dominoes that are about to fall. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's all bad. It's, it's just all bad. This is all fucking shit, garbage, and prelude to civil war. It's, so it's, that's fun. It's all bad. Mm. Do not <sighs> like. I just felt like we should put and our our Yeah, no, on it's that bad. There, and cause... we need to find a way to to like salvage and bring our like get our rights back. Yeah. But I don't there there has to be a certain decorum about how it's done because the way that the people react to this is going to literally determine how our future is governed and how things are ran. Yeah, we've already like, talked all, like, all the Supreme Court officials and spray-painted and vandalized their houses. Yeah, see, that's not good. That's that's great. I mean, it's great. It is. <laughs> that's I great. appreciate it. But, I mean, and it is nonviolent, to be fair. Yeah. Like, that it's, is... It's all property damage. Which, which I mean, that that is fine. Yeah. Because that's... Yeah. 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 Nonviolent means are the way to, to go about things. Yes. But I just played Detroit non- Become Human. <laughs> nonviolent well, does not mean non-destructive, point, I and guess, I need but... people. That's a that's a point of distinction I'd like to make. Nonviolent does not mean non-destructive. Yeah, it's just destruction of things that are not people. Yeah, don't hurt people, but if 
you can destroy a building without any people in it, and it's an important building. That's <laughs> Fight Club. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you're right. They all I work mean... for us. No one I mean, and that's get hurt. it's funny because that's that's what, exactly what happens also in Detroit Become Human. Like I said, I did the pacifist route, and like they, they don't blow up a building, but they do like infiltrate like a bunch of different buildings to get like more like people or androids for their cause and to like the uh, there's a scene in the, the game where Marcus and some of his fellow like rebel deviants like because he's Aurelius? he's no you made this joke last time i talked about this <laughs> um marcus of god of war he like so marcus is the leader of the deviants he's like their chosen or whatever and him and Not like of war. Uh, his years of war sorry his crack team of people infiltrate like the the news station headquarters and like take it hostage and like broadcast a message or whatever mm. that you then have to like make him say and you can either be like peaceful or confrontational uh, or ride a middle ground and stuff like that. Ah, so um, the same thing Fallout Four did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, taking the peaceful route. So you do like take people hostage and like. You know, but you don't kill anybody. And then, like, when they're doing stuff like they do, they they tag places. But it's futuristic tagging where they, they like, run a, what looks kind of like a scanner that you use at the store to, like, scan your code, the barcodes of your food. They, like, run that over a building, and it materializes a big, just hovering light that is the symbol of whatever, because you also get to pick what symbol your a lot your rebel resistance has right. or whatever, and so you like get like flags that you also put it on. They're like digital flags or whatever that you can post in the ground in some spots. Like, so like there is a level of vandalism that happens, quote unquote. Right, but like it's also not. Uh, yeah, uh, r- regardless, uh, w- we should destroy it without destroying people. Yes, definitely. Yes. And we are upset. Yes. Yes. All of us. <laughs> uh, uh, Not all of us, I suppose, but most of us. Yeah, there's the large majority are upset, I like to believe. Um, do you have a story for us this week? As a matter of fact, I do. Um... It it's it's an older story. It's a story from when I was in high school, specifically when I a day that I was actually in school. Oh, um, rare. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for story wise, <laughs> I went. I was very a very good student uh, right up until I dropped out. So I, no, I know. I, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but there was a day um, in school when I so there. We didn't have, like, home ec in Kamii. We had um, these two classes. One was called teen living and one was called adult living. <laughs> and teen living, they kind of taught you, like, basic how to make brownies and cakes and how to sew a button and how to iron okay. your clothes and do laundry and things like yeah. fold sheets and clothes and stuff like right. that. And then adult living was more adult things, how to cook a proper meal and how to not do taxes, but kind of make a financial plan in life based okay. on how much money you were making at the right. time or whatever. Like Probably how to write a check. I believe so. Yeah, I think I did learn how to write a check. That was yeah. an important part of all the financial classes I had. Yeah, it's so yeah. ridiculous yeah. to think about now. No one uses checks. Most places don't even take checks. Yeah. You are an annoyance if you use a check now. Yeah. Anyways, um, this was one of the days in teen living, which would make me like a sophomore, um, that we were learning how to do laundry. Okay. Which, for me, was dumb. I knew how to do laundry. My mom taught me how to do laundry when I was way younger than this. Yes. Like, I, that's would be like 15? Well, sophomore... Yeah. Well, normally, yeah, I think I would be 14, because I was always a year younger. Yeah. No, I'd be 15, because I was 16 as a junior. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Brain jumble. Um, <clears throat> And we were learning how to do laundry, and, and I thought it was stupid, so I was just, like, not paying attention. 
because, but I developed a very good way of not paying attention where it's not like I like look around and, you know, do things to get like yelled at or something. I just stare at the, at the whiteboard and just like stare through the whiteboard. Yeah. And just like, just go into La La Land in my head until it's over. Oh yeah. You, you. What you do is you learn how to make eye contact, and then you learn how to make it look like people still think you're making eye contact. Yeah, yeah. And then you can just be having full-on Dungeons & Dragons in your head while while someone else is trying to give you a lecture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then pass the test, and they're like, you weren't even listening. No, I wasn't. Nope, not a single bit. But I already <laughs> knew what I was doing, so it didn't matter. <laughs> Anyway, um, they were teaching us how to do laundry, and she was explaining why bleach is not good to mix with literally anything, anything at all, right? Because at except all. hot water, yeah. Except hot water, which and I have looked, I've seen like lots of different types of things that you can make out of bleach since I was in high school. Because back then it was a uh, bleach and ammonia make mustard gas, and that's about all they would teach you, or whatever. Right. Um, there's things like. Uh, you can make, like, chlorine gas out of bleach if you mix it with, I don't remember, what was it, lemon juice or some sh- bullshit like that. Yeah, all right. Um, I, there's, like, you can make, like, some sort of chloroform gas if you mix it with something else. <laughs> like, you can make all sorts of ridiculous, like, terrifying things. Just add bleach. Yeah, yeah, it's just bleach and, like, one other chemical component, and it makes any some sort of dangerous, <laughs> toxic gas... Look, you just shouldn't play around with bleach, generally speaking. Unless you mix it with hot water, and then it cleans things (laughs) real good. Yeah. Ammonia, too, for whatever reason. Ammonia cleans things real good, too. But it smells like cat pee when you use it. And then when you get done, no. No, everything's just real clean. Don't want to use it, though. Why? Because it smells like cat pee when you use it. Oh. Got enough of that. (laughs) Um... We use it at work to clean the floors, like, uh, all the time, mm. like, every day. We have, like, so many containers of ammonia at, at work. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's fun. Um, and they, some stupid person was trying to store the containers of bleach, like, do like the, right next to each other, next to the ammonia, <laughs> oh, and, like, no. the open containers. And I was like, get those away from each other, please. <laughs> like, are, are you oh. dumb? Oh, goodness. Um, but, and that's what happened, too, because she was explaining to us why, like, she was in the middle of the sentence of explaining why you should not mix bleach and ammonia, and one of my fellow students looks over and says, like this, as he's dumping bleach and ammonia into (laughs) the sink, um, and, uh, this, we were all like, well, that's bad. Yeah. That's not good. And it, so that's the act, act of reaction you should have. Yeah. So me and a few other students went to like stand up to like get out of the room because we shouldn't be in the room at that point. Right. We get out and ventilate. Right. And um the teacher was like, "No, sit back down. You guys did this and now you get to sit in it." Well, one guy did it. Yeah. And what? I looked at that teacher, me and like two two or three other students, I think, looked at her. We were like, "No." I'm not staying in here. Are are you you crazy? (laughs) You can stay in here. She went and opened one window, and she's like, you guys can sit back down. No. (laughs) Hell no. No, that's... Absolutely not. No, you probably have tenure, but fuck off. She did, maybe. (laughs) I don't remember. That was a long time and many brain cells ago. Yeah, that's the sort of thing you should get fired for, though. Did not. Mm. Did not. Mm. Not to the best of my knowledge. Mm. Uh, Maybe reprimanded, because, I mean, we did walk out. Yeah. Like, me and the the rest of the kids that were like, hell no, was like, come on, guys, you you don't have to sit in here. Get the hell up. Like, (laughs) this is, no, get, let's go. (laughs) This is actually a hazard. (laughs) You absolutely do not have to sit in here. (laughs) Let her sit in here. That's fine. If she wants to sit in here and be dumb, she can sit in there and be dumb. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely on her. After the spill happens, like, yeah, that student needs to get in trouble, whatever. You should not do that. Um, but don't sit in it. Yeah. <laughs> don't You don't just make the kid sit in his shit when he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you clean it up, and then you tell him why they don't shit there. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it, I thought so as well. It always struck me as weird. It was a weird place to go to school, though, as well. Like, to be completely honest, we had two PE teachers, right, for, uh, like, middle school years. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was the boys' locker room and the girls' locker room, and they wanted all the students to behave in the locker rooms, but they didn't need, like, they had to have a, a, one of each gender or right. whatever. That way it could it wouldn't be weird right. for them. And so we had a, the, the, the boys' gym teacher and the girls' gym teacher, which they, like... They weren't, their basic job as, as gym teacher was they worked as a team to teach us, teach us okay. PE or physical education mm-hmm. as it was called, PE. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they just would like, you know, go to the locker rooms or whatever. And on days that one of them couldn't make it, just one of them would do the, the PE or whatever. And, um, our guy PE teacher to make sure no one horsed around in the shower, supposedly, would, like, sit. He had a chair that he would sit next to the shower. Oh. And he would hand out towels to each of us individually as we came out of the, the shower. Oh. Because it was, like, a big... It was, like, a prison shower. It was, like, right. just one big tile shower with a bunch of shower heads yeah, in yeah. it and bars of soap or whatever. Yeah, and he would sit down, and he would watch us shower and wait for us to be done, and he would hand out a towel individually to each of us as we, as we left weird. the shower. Yeah, that's weird. And the, the female PE teacher was, like, super-duper, like, just man-hater, like, d- could not stand the teenage boys. Mm-hmm. And so we, o- she would always get us in trouble for stupid, stupid fucking shit. <laughs> Just, like, the most ridiculous shit. And then, like, we would have the girls for, like, the next week or whatever, three days or whatever, however long she deemed it so, mm-hmm. we would have entire PE sessions where the girls would get to sit on the bleachers and just chill for an entire PE, and the boys would be on the gym running wind sprints the whole time. God damn. For, like, yeah, for an entire hour just running wind sprints. Fuck. Up and down the gym. Didn't do very much PE after I got to high school. I did the one year that was required of me, and I was like, "Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Done. Don't want none of that." Yeah, that's nuts to me. I because I, I know which you... I shouldn't have done in the first place because I dropped out anyways. <laughs> Fucking dumb. <laughs> I know. I know your your chronic things make it difficult for you to breathe sometimes, and that's just one of the many reasons that PE sucked for you. But like, uh, like... the heart condition was the bad one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have any of those ailments, and PE was one of my very favorite classes. Mm-hmm. Very favorite classes. I, I love PE, just because that's one of the only places I could excel, and I don't have to talk to anybody, I don't have to explain my reasoning for why I'm doing well, mm-hmm. like I have to do in every single other aspect of everything, I can just do well, and people are like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, is I can walk like what it's like the increase in heart rate and consistent increase in heart rate that throws me like it makes my heart hurt and like the condition act up or whatever, because I used to be able to run when I was a kid. I like we did the the test or whatever, how fast you could run a mile. Yeah. I think my fastest was like eight or eight and a half minutes, which is not super fast, but not bad either. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. I was pretty proud of being, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Now, I can't run fucking two blocks without my heart fucking starting to fucking hurt. Uh, and I'm like, it just is bad. But I can walk for, like, ever. Yeah. Like, I... Just so long as you don't pick it up as, too much. Yeah. I can even power walk for a distance. Like, if I need to get somewhere fast, I can get there relatively quickly. I think now, because I've walked for so long and never had a driver's license that I just walk at a naturally faster pace yeah. also. Yeah. So that, that helps because you just I, keep it level. Yeah. But as long as I, my heart rate doesn't increase too much for too long a period of time, then I'm generally okay. Sometimes it just acts up out of the blue, but you know, yeah, yeah that can't be helped. That's just going to happen. Yeah. Just got to marginal or minimize minimize marginalize something mm. you gotta, gotta make the chances go down as much as you can yeah, minimize minimize minimize, mm. minimize. <laughs>
Well, that was a story with a lot of tangents added to it. Yeah. So. <laughs> and minimal eyes. And minimal eyes. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Bad smells and minimal eyes. Mm. Mm. Uh, um, um. Speaking of minimal eyes. Do you have a game for us? Yes. Uh, there's one eye on the cover. And there's no eyes on the main character because they're always in a hood and it's little nightmares. It's little nightmares. Yes, I. This game is a a lot of fun. It's a really cool and interesting and creepy game, and I love the aesthetic. I love it too. Like top top of the top of the thing. I love the aesthetic of this game. It is absolutely like. Almost a happy place in a weird way for me. Like that's, <laughs> that's the level of like, I really like this environment. Yeah, that it is for me. It's not quite like I wouldn't, I wouldn't close my eyes and go there if I needed to relax. But like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like the the mall is just such an interesting and cool environment for what the game is. That it's, uh, I don't know, it's, there's something you can't put a finger on when you're, when you watch a different kind of horror, mm-hmm. like, they're able to make you feel it a little bit, but there's nothing that really makes you feel like you might get grabbed at any moment, or you know you're gonna get grabbed if you mess up just a, just just a smidge. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a tension about this game that is unavoidable. And that's brilliant. Uh, the 3D platforming is really well done for what it is. I played it on the Switch. Okay. Um, yeah. And the 3D platforming is really well done for what it is and for when it came out. But there's also just a couple of times throughout the game where it's like oh i could actually interact with that yeah or uh and not for like secret stuff for like you need that to move on and it really does not look like you (laughs) and so there's just a couple moments like that and the the controls are just a little bit janky and that's not a big deal for 90% of the game. It's not even, you don't even notice it. Like, mm-hmm. you're just wandering and, like, you might run into a wall. You're like, whatever. But there's a couple of times in that game where oh, you yeah. really need to run and have spot on, like, oh, if yeah. you don't get that timing right, you're going to get got. <laughs> and knowing that one, like, little flub up on the animation on the screen is going to mess you up after a you did a really good job running yourself it's yeah just it's a pain in the ass that's that's one thing that's just kind of oh, sucks yeah definitely but uh that's like one of the only negatives i have to say about it um the little nightmares on the switch came with the dlc mm-hmm. so it comes with six who is the main character and kid both of their stories and uh the really cool thing about that is um, Six's story is a complete story, and you don't really need more, but there's a lot to be gleaned from it. Well, yeah. yeah. Have you played the second one? You haven't no, played the second one. I have not one played yet, the second you? one, no. You really need to. I know, I know. There's but, so much more. Uh, uh, but, yeah, the, like... so good. <laughs> but Six's story is so complete on its own... It's uh, just a really good story. It really is. And, it really is. Uh, you you just you don't need anything else. But there's a lot of just cool stuff you can get from the maw, from the characters there, just alive and dead. Mm-hmm. Just a lot to get out of that lore-wise. And so when you get to come back through in Kid's story... And see a lot of that stuff from a different angle, just even slightly. Yeah. It's really interesting to just get a little bit more, just another, like, slight turn and see a little bit more of the Maw and a little bit more of the underworkings of it. Mm-hmm. And, and just getting it parsed out like that and 
the little interactions they have, it's, uh, the whole thing's really good. I, I really appreciate how they approached that part. Yeah. The, the storytelling aspect and that they don't really tell you much. You're gonna love the second one. Yeah, it's 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 more of the same thing, uh, but it's it's more of it, and it's all different from the first time. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that because uh, yes, this first one I just I I still just think about the the stairs leading up to the light at the end. It's mm-hmm. Just that is such a powerful moment, and just having such light after everything's been so dark for so long in the in the game and in Six's reality it's just <sighs> mm-hmm. oh I guess spoilers I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> belated spoilers yeah. um, it's too late the damage is starting <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a fantastic game. If you like any level of 3D platforming or any level of horror. Yeah. Just yeah. general horror vibes. Yeah, it's good. a very creepy, spooky game. Yeah. And it's, it's like, a fun, basic, just, like, platformer, side-scroller puzzle game. Yeah. But it has such creepy vibes that there are, there are these tense moments where you're almost like, I know I just have to move to the right, but I really don't want to I move really to the right. That's a really accurate description. <laughs> it's right there, and I don't want to go right there. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a good game. Good for puzzling stuff out. Oh, yeah. There's a, a lot of the... Because of the darkness, there's a lot of shadow puzzles. Where yeah. Where you have to stay in shadow or be incorporated with the shadows which reminded me a lot of um playing the original odd world abe's uh, odyssey for the playstation one well i mean also yes but no for the playstation one i played um the first odd world game abe's odyssey and as you're sneaking around there are these like corridors with these very dark shadows where you like go into the middle of the shadow and you press up against the wall and the enemy goes by you and then you, like, sneak on by, and there's, like, multiple shadow spots to hide in all around and stuff, so. Yeah. It was a fun puzzle game, too. Oh, I want to, because I'm thinking about Sly Cooper, um, the, the witch's area in the first one is what I was thinking of with the shadows, specifically. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but, uh, sad news with Sly Cooper, they're removing it from PlayStation Plus. Why? I, no explanation. And also, all the rumors for a fifth game have been squashed. Dang, there's, someone fucked up. Yeah, there's just no fifth game happening. Um, I, I haven't even played the fourth one yet, which makes me sad, because I actually really like the Sly Cooper games. Yeah, I love the first three. I yeah. Have not, I also have not played the fourth one, but... Yeah. Um, I, but the, the first three, yeah, super good. Lots of fun. Specifically the first one, like, for me personally, I, like, 100% of that game at, like, eight. Yeah. And, and then did it again. And then uh, cleared my memory card and did it again. Oh, dang. Like, I love that game. Yeah. Uh, there was just something about everything about that, how that game was put together that I loved. Mm-hmm. So, hearing the those rumors quashed, like, I'm not a guy who gets his hopes up with rumors, and I didn't think I had until I heard that news, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that worries me about the fourth one is that I haven't played it, and I know it came out, and then I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything is no, the thing. I didn't yeah. hear good. I didn't hear bad. No one said a word about this game. It just kind of flew under the radar. Much like the the Crash Bandicoot game for the PlayStation oh, 4. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's about time or whatever. Right. Um, which is hilarious. It's about time. Because, yeah, it's, the game it's, is it's about time. And about it was time. about time we got a new one. And um, it's, it's okay. It's not bad. Is it more... Is it just more crash? It's more crash. Yeah, it's more crash. It's not bad at all. Well, that's probably what Sly was. Yeah. I, I would guess that's... it's just more Sly, and people were just like, okay, had mm-hmm. three of those. Yeah, yeah. That's probably I liked the transformation, because Sly, both Sly Cooper and, um, um, Jack, not, yeah, Jack and Daxter, both of those games had these very transformative experiences throughout them. Yeah. Where the games themselves went from being these fun, quirky, 
platformer style games like Jack and Daxter is a little bit more action shooter Sly Cooper is a little bit more sneaky Metal Gear Solid style but they both have these quirky fun elements about them and to watch both of those games over the course of a trilogy of games progress into like full on going through like Jack and Daxter pretty much turned into a Grand Theft Auto clone (laughs) which is weird but Cool. It I, was a lot of fucking fun. I never played Jack and Daxter. Oh well, the there the first one is really good, and the third one is really really good, and I don't really remember the second one oh, no. so much. <laughs> um, but the first one's really fun, um, and the third one is just fucking nutso. It's so crazy. <laughs> There's like you're running around cities. You can like hijack the flying cars that are roaming around. You get, like, guns, and you can just, like, run around the city. Just You have to kill, like, the, the droid guards that are around. Like, it's it's kind of like, like Grand Theft Auto for kids. Sweet. Like, and it's really cool. It's just a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and Sly Cooper had transformed itself from the by the third game to also where these environments that you're in are these big open cities... Um, there's multiple things, there's multiple characters that you can switch between who each have their own mission sets, they're each doing different things and playing their own specific part, like, it was just... And all evolved from those, that first game where those were, you know, specific maps or specific Mm -hmm. separate areas of the game and where they're all incorporated into one part and just expounded upon us. Yeah. Yeah, really cool to see all of that development. Um... So I really liked those, and playing through those, like those were in what the early two thousands is when they started. So yeah, I would be ish. Yeah, so that would make me like yeah. From the time I was like eleven and until like in my adulthood, I saw those games and played those games as they came out. Yeah. Like, so it was a really fun way to to like watch them like become better and cooler and more every time that you played, and each one. That was back when sequels, like, you could one-up the last game, and everything yeah. could be a little bit better than it was last time. Uh, and with everything, system mechanics to graphics, you could improve yeah. it all just a little bit, whereas nowadays it's like, if you are a AAA developer, you are adding a couple more features in if you're making a sequel. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot of improvement you can get. A new story. You really have to bank on the new story yeah. thing. Yeah, because... either the new story or the new multiplayer COD. Yeah, <laughs> new multiplayer. It's the same multiplayer. It's just a new game with a small graphics update. Yeah, maybe a different gun or something. Not even a different gun. It's like a different scope for one gun and a different like silencer nozzle for another gun. Like, <laughs> I've just never been into the, the most of those games. I, loot crate, I, loot crate, loot crate. <laughs> yeah, I I actually um, Call of Duty Black Ops. Black uh, Ops? Yeah, the first Black Ops was yeah. uh, the story. Really good. I, don't oh, fun. I got that the I got one that, that one had uh, Ice Cube in it? I don't remember. It might be. He was uh, in one of them. I'm pretty sure. It, pretty sure. Uh, and I might be wrong, but... Uh, if I'm right about the one I played, anyway, <laughs> Black Ops is the one that starts where you're in the back of a car, and you're just driving down a terrorist, quote-unquote, ridden street. Okay. Yeah. It's super American propaganda. Yeah. Like, it's so Well, one of them, it might be Black Ops 2, or it might have been one of the Modern Warfares or something, opened up with them walking into that airport Uh, and just, like, unloading on Uh, on everyone. That was a choice. It was. That was was a choice that you had, like, you... But no, I think that was like a a landmark thing. Before that, you're right. Things like that didn't happen. People were shocked and appalled that they did that. Yeah. And nowadays, we have fucking people letting off bombs in Times Square on in Spider Man games. Yeah, you know, uh, like that. Without that scene in that game, you wouldn't have been able to have that scene in the Spider Man game. I think you would have if you were just yeah, I, like. Mm. I because no it's the, it's like virtually the same thing it's like a mayor running for re-election terrorist bombs multiple people die including the hero cop that okay. was being given an award that I, day I want to point out the difference between those two things because it's going to okay the difference between going into an airport and being having the option to shoot a bunch of people is basically the trolley problem you are pulling the trigger 
Whereas with if there is a bomb set up by a villain, that is a s- totally separate. That guy's an undercover cop. It's up to him to determine whether or not he breaks cover, and you as that player have to determine how that you're going to let that unfold. Are you going to break cover yeah. as an undercover cop? I I don't know the context. What are you saying? What? I mean, <laughs> if you're undercover, right? In a, a play in a. An organization that does things like that, and your job is to stay undercover as long as possible to get as far up to the top as you can to get the main guy. And one of these jobs you're sent on is to go shoot up an airport like that. Are you breaking cover? Are you breaking your undercover status and putting your life at risk to not kill these people? It depends on if this game has a moral, like a moral meter. If it does, absolutely, because I'm following my my way, and then I am going with it. But if it doesn't, and that's just part of the game, and I have to get through it, then I'll just get through it, but I will feel fucking weird about it. And that's also not the context. <laughs> that wasn't the context of the airport. Oh, I never played the game. Yeah. I just assumed. Yeah. But, the no, the difference between the airport and the bomb in Times Square is the bomb was set up by a bad guy. Set up. He had, it was a suicide bomber. The guy opened his shirt and it was on his chest. Oh, what? Yeah. Damn. He was on stage. He ran up to Norman Osborne on stage, opened his shirt, and there was a bomb. And then the the hero cop guy pushed him out, of, like tackled the guy with the the bomb on him, which is why he died. Yeah. Uh, fucking little kid Spider Man's dad. Can't remember his name right now. Oh. Miles Morales' dad? Yeah. I can't remember his name right now. I don't remember his dad's name. He was the cop that you teamed up with earlier in the game to, like, go through the the storage bin area. Right, right. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah, I played all the way through that game. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Davies? Yeah. Something Davies? Maybe. Well, wouldn't his last name be Morales? No, it's not. Is his mom's last name then? I assume so. Hmm. Huh. Made a lot of cool choices with that character. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, play Little Nightmares. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's really good. We got off topic there talking about our favorite old school games, but yeah, that's, it's, it's real good. Hang <laughs> on, and Spider-Man. Um, okay, so I have a hypothetical for you. Okay. But it's coming from this level of brain set, and I just... So the fun thing about this is there's there's no possible right answer, I don't think. Um, sure. Philosophical, hypothetical, hit me with it. Yep, here we go. Um, if someone okay. is on their deathbed, uh-huh. they are going to die in the next 24 hours. Uh-huh. They want to know... One thing. Okay. If that thing ends up being a lie, but it is inconsequential to the rest of the world, as in it would only matter to the person dying, right? Okay. Do you lie to that person? And is that is it, morally is, objectionable? Is, is the lie the only answer? Like, is the lie a a more peaceful, a nicer answer than the truth? Yeah, so, like, what, I, what I'm thinking is, um, so... There's say, a lot of factors to this. All right, say, so, say, uh, Grandma's going, and, uh... Grandma's that, going, oh, bye, Grandma. The, <laughs> the last thing, she, she just needs to know the answer is, uh, did, did her favorite dog win in the, the fucking... <laughs> Dog show, oh, that 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 she missed because she's oh, in the grandma, hospital. Grandma got dementia. Yeah, no, of course her dog won. Yeah. Okay. So so that's the thing. It did. So in in a scenario like <laughs> and then that, she's gonna get up to wherever she was. And be, oh, he lied to me. <laughs> so so that's the thing. Is like <laughs> little son of a bitch. That 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 particular fact, what dog won or whatever this little thing is, is I mean, inconsequential to the rest of the world, right? Yeah. 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 And so. 
is it morally objectionable to, to, to lie to that person in their last 24 hours to make them feel better about their last 24 hours? It's, or is the lie still morally objectionable? I think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. Because there are certain sense instances where you legitimately have to lie to people to be... Like, like take, for instance, a person that has uh, dementia in their final moments. They may be asking for people that are not there or whatever because people that have dementia, it's really hard on their families. And right. some, some of them can't always be around for everything. I know, I'm heading there. Um, I'm <laughs> sure we all are. <laughs> Anyways... Runs in my family, actually, like, real heavy, like, I'm guaranteed, like, 75 gonna not remember you. Heart attacks and brain aneurysms. Woo. I'll be gone long before then, anyway. Aww. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, but these, these people may not have the family there with them, but they're going to be, like, using their last vestiges of what memory they might have to be asking for people or animals that may have been long long since gone right and so like you have to sometimes like give them these little white lies of maybe like oh they're on their way or you know something like that in order to keep keep them calm in their final moments right and well and that is when it comes to especially um confused patients I feel like anyone who's old and dying is pretty confused. (laughs) There's so many many stories of just acceptance and understanding. Like, I can't... I'm chalking that up to the disorder most of the time. Straight up. I think people generally know when they're going. Unless they actively don't know much of anything that's going on right now. I think people are generally aware and are ready. Even when they're not. (laughs) um but there's just uh there's a level there that just seems really off when you have to think about it like this and basically i just wanted to make all of our listeners uncomfortable and make them ponder that question that's fair yeah I have another one if you wanted to pan yeah, out Yeah, absolutely. A more. I would I would love to um, pan out on something a little uh lighter. A, a little bit lighter. <laughs> a little bit lighter. It's still going to make you think real hard maybe, hopefully. Yay. Um before the universe what was there? Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's a good response. So, <laughs> just just laughter in the void. I, I tried to think. I just cleared out my brain. And I uh, just emptied it all out. And went into blackness. Tried to think like no stars, no nothing, before everything. And the only thing that came to my head was... So, don't know what that means. All right. See, I tend to think of this as... It's the Cucaracha. Almost, the cucar- it is the Cucaracha, it. yes, yeah, you're right. It's just like, but specifically... We're the, calling it out. If you copy strike us... The, the the car horn version is specifically what I heard. Uh-huh. Like, like you can get on GTA. Yeah. Well, I... Maybe showing that I grew up in the boonies, but I've known a few people that have had that car horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what I, that's not my serious answer. That's just the honest first thing my brain pictured when I mm-hmm. thought of before the universe was the Cucaracha car horn. So I I kind of like to think of and, and once again it kind of ties back to Futurama for me. But the episode where the uh, professor makes the time machine oh, and they cyclical. go forward in time and it's cyclical except it kind of moves down a few feet yeah. every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a funny little just like clearing up that paradoxical past. This universe seems to be about six feet lower than our old universe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's so good. Um Uh but I mean because if there because there had to be there's always gotta be something and if 
It is a big bang with black holes at our centers of everything, both the universe and the galaxies, as it is and expands. Right. Then the only reasonable response is that it, it is cyclical because everything explodes outwards in a big bang and then it, it all goes bleh, and there's one big black hole that was the start of the universe mm-hmm. that it was a pinpoint and there was too much so it blew itself out and now it is just a black hole again and it is slowly pulling everything back in through these other black holes that are slowly pulling in their own galaxies and they're slowly pulling it together because black holes do when they get close enough merge into right. a bigger one and a bigger one and eventually millions and billions and trillions and however long down the line, everything will once again condense back down into a black hole, and theoretically, once everything condenses fully into one black hole, it will blam back outwards again, thereby creating a cyclical pattern. Now, whether that is a collective consciousness that redoes this every however many bajillions of years... Like, that's... No one could possibly know. But it makes sense that the universe itself, to me, is cyclical like that. That would... Like... uh, Everything we know about things... Would, I think, support that. Like, as far as... uh, People are pretty sure about a big crunch. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. After, you know... After this big bang. Pretty sure of the big crunch. Imposing. And that's basically what you just said. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea of that is is just so old. Like, not that specific idea. Like, obviously, that's <laughs> with a lot of modern information. But, like, the idea of coming back. Of rebirth. Well, yeah, of of rebirth and reincarnation. And reincarnation, yeah. Uh, th- yeah. Through a portal, effectively. I mean, kind of. Like... Kind of a portal. The, the, the way that we have to see a black hole is a sort of portal. Yeah. I don't think of black holes as wormholes, though. Like, some I, I people are... Was, I didn't say a, a portal can go to fucking razor blades, <laughs> a la Rick and Morty. Like, uh, <laughs> a portal is not... A portal could be this doorway. You could call the doorway a portal. The portal. It's just a fancy word for a big hole. Yeah. Yeah. I see I, what you're I, saying. I don't know where the big hole goes, and I'm not implying that it is. there's something on the other side. or that Event horizon! Just, yeah, or you won't just die when you get close, but, like, I, I'm i just saying, like, that's a that's some kind of portal. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a portal to infinite gravitational collapse, it's a portal to something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but once it pulls everything in, which it eventually would, then... They go boom again. Yeah. Um, or they just close the simulation at that point and go, oh, that was really successful. Yeah. <laughs> and we're again. And we're again. Uh, that was season one, everybody. That's a wrap. <laughs> Woo! Everyone claps. And we'll come back here when the pressure is Champagne hasn't pops. Fourth dimensional champagne. Uh, uh, what's his face from Watchmen is all I think about anytime anybody mentions a fourth dimensional anything. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, the specifically the scene where he's just talking about his various times that he's in one time that he's talking about the times that he understands the times. Yeah. The Isn't best. that the scene where there's five of him standing naked at once talking to her? Uh, yeah. Well. I saw that movie in theaters, and all I could think during no, that scene that's... is, like, there's so many giant blue dicks on the TV. Oh, like, yeah. So many. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually haven't seen the the film one. <laughs> the, like, the yeah. one that came out in the movies. But, uh... But, uh... The, the motion comic. Mm-hmm. I reviewed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you did. Of this. And, uh... Yeah, it... There was just a scene... In in the comic version, where it's just he is talking about how he can see this time right now in front of him, as he can see the time that he was like 
10 seconds ago and the time he was from now, like... I'm pretty sure he explains that in the movie, but he does it very, very poorly. Mm. And I'm, I'm pretty, if it's not this scene, it is, there is definitely a scene. No, I I think, I think the scene where there's like five of them is where he's like, kind of, uh, like trying to figure things out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like five of him standing around in the room, and she walks in to talk to him, and they they all turn around at once to talk to her, and he's he's just full on naked. Oh yeah, he doesn't doesn't care about that. No, and the, I was not prepared for giant blue penises, like five of them swinging across the TV. That's what you fucking get. Like I just didn't know. I had to, I didn't even know what the film rating was going into it. I th- I had no idea. I just went in with my friends to watch a movie about superheroes that weren't really superheroes they were kind of bad people but they everyone saw them as superheroes so it's like a toss-up you know like yeah rorschach is great i love rorschach i imagine that you would now yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely and the comedian comedians yeah. i think i said that when you reviewed it last time yeah if anybody's been listening to this podcast long enough they might call it out but owl man's my favorite yeah 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 without a doubt <laughs> <laughs> let's see if that works oh my god <laughs> my That's dog so yelled funny. and it was super loud i'm sorry <laughs> Uh, I tried to finish my own sentence. I know oh, it sounded funny. I'm glad I don't me. edit this. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> collapse. Fucking shit out my goddamn ass. Collapse. Um, God. No, Rojak's cool. Uh, yeah. You like Owlman. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. Comedian's fucked up. Yeah. Comedian's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, if your favorite's a comedian, you, I um, mean, stop that. Stop being mean to Sly Cooper. What did he ever do to you? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sly didn't do nothing. He never knocked on no one. Nope. Never knocked on no one. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, uh, I think that's true neutral anyway. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. No? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was bouncing yeah, out yeah, from the all neutral. Right, all yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, you you know, you can find us on the Twitter at True Neutral Pod. And Derek. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Dab himself. Uh, yeah. uh, we've got the email, uh, trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Uh, the Facebook True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. That's it. Um, and now you can find True Neutral Studios on Ooh. YouTube. We have some um kind of short videos up right now talking about some of our favorite video games and movies and things like that. Look and at our horrible faces. Yeah, you can see our our terrible, awful faces and a little bit of the room um, that we we do these recordings in. And um, uh, you should get a hold of us on the Twitter or via email or something like that and let us know if you have any fun lore questions about your favorite uh, video games or maybe a very good, uh, nice question about your favorite movies or no, books or books or comics any, or any of your favorite um, a you know, manga media. even if I've never heard of it I'll look it up to look at your lore theory yeah 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 we'll do our best Seriously. Um, um, so, yeah, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, and we'll we'll put them up on a, a YouTube video, and we'll, we'll talk about some questions. If they're big enough questions, we might even discuss them in the podcast, because if we have too much to talk about, then... Yeah. Like, It'll happen. So, uh, yeah, get a hold of us on any of the socials or on the emails, and uh, uh, fuck, look at that YouTube stuff, and uh, tr- true neutral. True neutral. Follow that neon banana. Goodbye. Bye-bye.